Hey, it's Jay, and I'm back with another edition of One Shots. These are very short-form, first-person perspective-type stories that I tell here on the show as a complement to our more fully produced stories, which usually come from the perspective of other people. These are the things that I observe, remember, or want to talk about that still connect to the journey that we're on, understanding what it takes to reach the next rep of our creative process consistently, faster, and better. Our body of work is made up of that atomic unit of motion, the next rep. So if we want to make something that matters in our career, we're better off focused on just that next rep. That's really all that exists for us. So what do great creative people do to get there consistently, faster, and better? That's what we're exploring on the show. All right, let's get started with another one shot. This one is called An Untapped Creative Superpower. Last summer, my parents sold my childhood home. Mid-pandemic, we were forced to make a choice. Do we get tested and risk any uncertainty in visiting them, given the raging virus? Or do we say goodbye to the place I grew up from afar, experiencing yet another important life event through the cheap facsimile of life known as Zoom? That's not a knock on Zoom, by the way. That's a knock on anything that tries to replace an experience where I can high-five and hug people. So we decided to head down to the Connecticut shore to say goodbye to the house. After we arrived, I started picking up the last remaining odds and ends in my old bedroom. And it was there I spotted an object I hadn't seen in years. On my desk, in the corner, was a squat, misshapen ceramic mug that I'd made and painted yellow with brown spots on it. It kind of looked like something out of a Dr. Seuss book, all warped and weirdly colored. This thing was a mug in the same way that my toddler's drawings are people. Inside this mug, some dust, a chewed up pen cap, because high school, am I right? A few pennies, and a lesson, an ugly but vital lesson. I remember taking that sophomore art class so vividly. It was held in a kind of annex attached to the school, a big, cold, square room with a smaller square of long tables just inside the four walls where we'd sit facing each other and an even smaller square in the middle, a table where the teacher would occasionally put objects for still-life paintings. The room was like a series of concentric circles, but, uh, but squares. So, concentric squares. Thanks, Brain. We, we got this. I'll never forget that room. It was there, thanks to one of the few TVs in the entire school, that my classmates and I watched as the second plane hit the Twin Towers on 9-11. Yes, I will never ever forget that room. Still, most of the things that happened in that room, I remember quite fondly. Painting fruits and vegetables, lots and lots of spray paint art, so much fun, and a few sessions of ceramics. And that's where I crafted that quote-unquote mug. Or to sum it up more accurately, that's when that mug decided to assault the eyeballs of everyone around me. Still, seeing it again back in my childhood home, I stopped dead in my tracks. Oh yeah, I thought, that's what everything I do now feels like. We all want our work to look pretty from start to finish. Lightning strikes us, the muse visits, inspiration inspires, until lo, I bring tidings of great joy, for unto this humble creator an idea is born. And then the elephants bow, and the wise men bring gifts, and Rafiki raises him up above his head while Zazu sings, lovely bunch of coconuts. I I might be mixing my stories here, uh, let's just move on. We want so badly for our creative process to feel clean and neat, 
but it's not. It's messy and ugly. It's a practice. It's just repetition plus reinvention over time. That mug came out ugly, true, but it started even uglier. I mean, imagine the horror. I slapped down a wet lump of clay and then began to mold it, shaving off some stuff here, adding some more stuff here, smoothing this edge over here, and whoop, whoop, too much smoothing, too much smoothing. It's looking more like a pitcher than a mug. Okay, so more clay over here, more shaving, more smoothing, more changes, and a a brief moment of feeling a certain vibe, which I can only describe as murdery. But that's what it takes without the murdery vibes, of course. Creating meaningful work is messy. There is no 10-step system, no beautiful PDF deck, no one simple secret. Creativity is all about messy beginnings, yielding progressively better things over time. And so, our most untapped creative superpower is this. Be willing to make a mess. Want to write amazing things? Write a messy draft first. Want to create a killer podcast? You're going to sound bad again and again until you don't. Want to take photos or shoot video or build a business or lead a team? Want to make anything at all that matters? Then you, my friend, face a choice. Are you willing to dive in and make a mess for a while? Or are you looking for a clean jump between not built and built? I hate to break it to you, but the latter doesn't exist. Okay, fine. I love to break it to you because I love to demystify the creative process, but you know, it just, it sounded better to say, I hate to break it to you. So in my travels, which all of my travels have happened over zoom, but in my travels, I've been fortunate to meet a whole lot of creative people. Some, you know, most you don't, and many are going to appear on this show. And through all this observing and interviewing and discussing, I've become increasingly convinced that the only trait that every successful person shares is they are more willing to make a mess than most of us. They're more prone to slapping down some clay and seeing where it goes. They create drafts more freely than we do. If creativity is practice, then successful creators are simply more focused on reaching the next rep than most of us. That's it. Whereas some people want to leap from not built to built or not great to great, they embrace the gap in between. And so they focus on the reps, which begin to look quite awkward at first. And then they focus on slapping down more clay and shaping it over time. Then they do that again and again and again. So this is my call to you this week. Be more willing to make a mess. Write bad drafts. Record stuff simply because you know you can always not use it. Whether you're not feeling inspired or not sure where to go, or you want to improve, make a mess. And then shape that mess into something better. Then do that again and again and again. This week, I have not been feeling inspired. And this is kind of like a project you're hearing from me where I kind of feel a little bit messy, but I hope you benefit somehow from all my messing around. As for that ceramic mug of mine, I dumped out the debris, dusted it off, and took it back to Boston with me before my parents moved. I'm actually looking at it right here, right now. It's sitting on my desk inches from where I record, a constant reminder of what creativity really requires. Nah, I'm kidding. I threw it out. That thing was ugly as hell. 
Thank you so much for listening to another One Shot. Uh, One Shots is still an experimental series at this point, so please keep letting me know whether or not you like this. I'm getting some good early signal, but would love a little bit more feedback. Uh, You can email me, jay at unthinkablemedia.com, or shoot me a tweet or a DM. I'm at jayaconzo on Twitter. I really do reply to every email, tweet, and DM about this show. So thank you for offering your insights on whether or not you like these things. As always, I'm your host, Jay Akunzo, and don't forget, the most important thing facing you right now is the next rep. If you're burning to make what matters, it's just the sum total of those. So here's to you getting to the next rep, and I'll talk to you after I've put in a few more reps on this show real soon. Bye-bye.